0: Hello everyone, this is Myra with Holly Pulley's Everyday Ayurveda and Yoga podcast. I celebrated my birthday earlier this month. It's a great thing to recognize the amazing beauty of the course of our lives. I looked back to see my path with a smile and how happy I am right now. Each step on my path has led me to this point. And I looked forward to the incredible opportunities in front of me. I've only been able to do this by letting myself learn how to be present and making that a priority. And it's the practices of Ayurveda and yoga that have given me the support and the guidance. And they continue to open doors for me. And my life expands. When I was a teenager, I complained to my mother that I didn't like people. I was upset that everyone didn't behave like me or they didn't behave the way I wanted them to. And she reminded me that we're all different and that I needed to accept that. And it actually took me quite a while. Over time, I learned that it's through my relationships with others that I would develop a sense of myself and that to be effective and present in my relationships, I needed to cultivate a sense of myself and my inner strength. And it took me a while to realize that I didn't have much sense of myself, so I kept looking outside to find things to feel satisfied about and without a lot of success. So why is it that many of us feel like we don't have a sense of self? The yogic texts express that we need to be aware of our underlying motives in our actions to learn to be totally honest. And that's the practice of satya, is the Sanskrit word. It's honesty, and particularly self-honesty. So if our primary motive is to please others, we'll be continually frustrated since it's something we really can't do. Other people will choose to be pleased or not. Now recently we had a chef training and we talked extensively about using intuition and preparing the meal with love. And that's, that was the focus and how this cultivates our sense of self. And it also brings out the very best in any meal. And this is really different than trying to please others with our cooking. The energy is different. It comes from a different place inside of us. Many of us find our actions are based on trying to change how others feel or how others behave. And it's, I think it's in a large part a result of social conditioning, and particularly school systems that are designed to focus on the results rather than the process of life. And parenting that's focused on pleasing the parents rather than the child discovering who they are. We tend to become manipulative and dishonest because we're trying very hard to do something that's impossible. And this takes us away from our sense of self rather than toward it. We walk around not feeling good about ourselves, and there's no apparent reason on the surface for that. And most people are not aware of this in themselves. And for me, it was the practices of yoga, including the yamas and niyamas, which are, you might say, the ethics of yoga, that brought this awareness to me and gave me the tools to conduct my life differently. I thought I was honest with others until I learned about satya. And I realized I exaggerated many things in life. And not only was this really being dishonest, but it was feeding a part of my ego, or what's called ahamkara in Sanskrit, and that it was feeding a part of it that wasn't uh, cultivating any kind of personal integrity or a sense of myself. So as I began to observe myself and eliminating those exaggerations, I found that I had more space inside that was easily filled with joy and playfulness. And it gave me a much greater ability to laugh at myself. And especially when I made a mistake. Then I could learn from my mistakes, and my life really started changing. We develop a true sense of ourselves through our connection to the God of our heart. We often try to have a sense of self through other people, through our accomplishments, or by what others say about us. There's a term, a contemporary term, called codependency. So, for example... I make how I feel dependent on what someone else is feeling or what someone else is doing or not doing. So what can we do to develop a sense of ourselves and the inner strength to be present in our relationships? Well, one of the things that I was taught was to stop doing things that made me feel bad about myself. And so how do we know if something is going to make us feel bad about ourselves? Well, by walking and thinking things through in advance before taking action. And also by being honest about how I would respond to different situations. One of the things that's happening in codependency on an energetic level is matching the energy in the crown chakra that's at the top of the head with whomever looks like the one in power in any given situation. And so when we match someone else's crown chakra, we may see things as they do, but it may not be our truth. And often we'll do this typically mm, to, do, to feel safe uh, when we're uncomfortable or, or we'll do it unconsciously. And, and it will dictate our behavior and how we feel in certain situations. And this can lead to making decisions that are really not our own and often not in our best interest. And we might experience a mood change or a downshift in energy. This would also be a possible sign of that. It could be described as a change in the energetic frequency or our vibration. Maintaining our own vibration is gonna feel the best and keeps us clearly on our path. Shifting to someone else's vibration will have us not feel well, and it drains our energy. And then you may wonder, why does this happen? Many of us worry about what others think of us. We worry about how we look, what we do, how we perform, are we enough, feeling less than, and so on and so on. So to grow into ourselves and to own our energetic space, it requires some willingness. It requires some courage and a sense of amusement. It comes down to making decisions in consideration of yourself in light of the whole and not just for other people. Take a look at your decision-making process, including your motives. Your true motives. Why do you want to do this thing that you're considering? Is it for you? Is it for someone else? Does it serve the whole? And maybe it's easier for you to make decisions at work and more difficult in personal life. If you find that it's if you find that it's hard to make a choice then sometimes there's past experience or a memory, samskara it's called in Sanskrit, that's been lit up or awakened and it's probably in the way. Maybe you made a a poor decision in the past and it's still affecting your confidence. Don't let a bad decision limit your future decisions and experiences. These memories or pictures, I call them, and They may be painful, and they can keep us from our truth. We feel incomplete when we think we have made a, a bad decision and don't allow ourselves to shift and grow from it. This is cutting off a part of ourselves. A great way to let go of old energy from the past is to consciously work with our energy in Meditation. And we call this the intuitive energy practice. So let's try a short one right now. Sit with your eyes closed and your spine tall. You can lean against the wall if you'd like. And just use your imagination so you don't have to visualize. Just imagine it. Create a rose out in front of you. And make that a sticky rose and use it to collect up those old patterns of judgment, pain, or punishment around, let's pick one past decision. Remember, nobody's keeping score. It's time to get off your own case. And then put that rose out in front of you at arm's length and destroy the rose. And now create another rose. And just notice the openness of the rose and the size of it. And let that rose now move right into the space where you make decisions. And let that rose collect up the energy of unconsciousness and any old beliefs from that decision-making space, and especially related to this one decision that we might be focusing on. And then put that rose out in front of you at arm's length and destroy the rose. And you can do that by tossing a little bomb at it or lighting a match and dissolving it completely. And now imagine a big gold sun over your head and in that gold sun, the energy of clarity, and certainty, and courage, determination, willingness, self-love, and love of the divine. Pop a hole in the gold sun and allow bright gold, high vibration energy to pour in through the top of your head, and let it soothe and bathe all the cells of your body. And let it fill up that space where we just worked. And let it fill up your grounding cord to the center of the planet. And then let it fill your aura, the energetic bubble around your physical body, about 18 inches or half a meter. And just take a moment right now and just sit right at the center of your being. Nothing to do there, just be. This is just an example of how to establish a new pattern by using tools. We shift our energy when we're willing to shift our beliefs or just let them go. So how does the sense of self lead us to integrity? When we have a sense of self, we'll practice satya or that honesty naturally. And we learn to be direct and not act out of fear. So we'll not make commitments that lead us to resentment later on or do things that make us feel bad about ourselves. We'll say yes when we want to say yes and no when we want to say no. So the less self-obsessed we are, the more we can be present and see other people for who they are. So another step then is to practice ahimsa, or non-violence with ourselves. And that would mean being kind and considerate and respectful inside ourselves. Doing this gives us the ability to be present, to see others as spirit which we all love because it feels great to be seen. And then we have true connection in our relationships. And that's how we learn more about ourselves. By using the tools of yoga and Ayurveda, we can increase our awareness, make positive changes, and have greater joy in life. We can use prayer and meditation as well as consciously eating a balanced sattvic diet to bring light to our consciousness so that we can take new actions as a result of new awarenesses we may have. Then life just keeps expanding. I like to think of it as housecleaning or peeling away the layers of karma. We must think of ourselves but in light of the whole or another way of saying it is that we must think of the whole, which includes ourselves. Thanks for listening. As many of you know, I'm offering a wonderful 10 day Ayurveda and yoga immersion in India from January 6th to the 16th in 2019. During the immersion, we'll focus on developing a sense of ourselves so that we can make decisions with greater awareness. There are just five spots left, so I encourage you to apply today. Visit halepule.com, that's H-A-L-E-P-U-L-E.com for details. For inspiration and to learn more about what we do, follow us on Instagram and Facebook. join Simple Ayurvedic Cooking with Halepule. Pule. The recipes are easy, delicious, and will leave you feeling energized. And the link to join is in our show notes.